We are excited to share Sound Payments' latest podcast featuring Mike White, who is the Senior Vice President of the Petro Channel at Sound Payments. Mike is interviewing a customer who is a station owner in Florida. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing good. Is this Push? Yeah, this is Push, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Fantastic, man. Where are you, uh, where are you calling from? I'm calling from, uh, we're located in Bartow. We're like, uh, I would say, uh, Central Florida. A little bit of south of Central Florida, right by Lakeland. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. I, uh, when I was much younger, out of college, I worked for an um, oil company called Coastal. Coastal Gas. Coastal. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are independent gas supplying company. You're correct. Yeah, so that was back in... Long, long time ago, 1988. And, 1988. Uh, my territory was uh, we had bought a chain called Joy Food Stores. I'm really dating myself. Anyway, and we were converting mm-hmm. them to coastal marts. And yep. my, ter- my territory was from, uh, I lived in Gainesville, Florida. And I covered. That's where I'm from, man. Yeah, I, I covered from. Chiefland Cross City on the west coast, mm-hmm. all the way over to Daytona Beach, Palatka, that whole that whole area. I, I, uh, Twelve stations that I um, was the uh, area sales manager for. So I'm very That's familiar. Yep, I'm very familiar with that area. Yeah, from '88 to about '89, um, and then I moved up to. Um, New Jersey with Coastal and did the same thing up there for a while. And then I did contract dealer stuff. And then I worked for Verifone. I've been in the petroleum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been in the petroleum C store business um, my whole life. I started pumping gas when I was 14 years old. <laughs> yeah. So I've worked yeah. every I've worked every position that there is in a convenience store. So when I get uh-huh. in meetings or have conversations, I can relate to pretty much anything we can talk about um so that's, that's uh, good to hear mike that's yeah. good to hear. i'm here to i'm here to ask uh ask you certain things and uh, answer your questions so yep okay that's uh i'm excited about this opportunity so i'll, I'll uh kick this off and ask you to just tell us uh, tell us about your station how long you've been in business a number of pumps and kind of how you ended up where you are today so you wanted to know about this particular station where we had um, the sound payments installed or you wanted to talk about in general? Yeah, just just in general, just in general. Just in general, that how did I start and stuff? Yeah. Okay, so let me tell you, Mike, I started in the gas station and convenience store industry back in 2008, where I started working for one of my family members and get rain and try to understand how it operates. And then I ran a couple of his businesses. And 2012, that's when uh, I get into it. I purchased uh, one of the gas stations. You're probably familiar with them. Um, it's um, uh, they're based out of like a, a East Coast, Mike Shah. They got a bunch of gas stations. Okay. And, um, and then um, after that, like in 2014, I decided to get out of it um, in two, three years because uh, at that time I was looking for an alternative and, you know, profit margin was shrinking. Sure. Uh, 
at that time there was not uh, as much money as people are making right now in in terms of gas people are not making that much money yep. so we decided to move to the pharmacy industry and from 2014 till 2018 i did pharmacy and i worked for the pharmacy and i understand the business and 2018 i decided that i wanted to do something different so where i come up with the location which was like a closed down and we we put pharmacy and the gas station together in that in this location and okay. that's where we started in 2018 it's been 3 years so far 2018 we took it over it was closed down for like a long time for an four to five years it was closed down and then um it took me like four five months to get it all set up and march to 2019 we started um the gas station side of it and we've been still uh actively in business and growing slowly slowly every day well good that's that's a that's a great story bush <laughs> and so um if you would tell us a little about some of the challenges that you had like especially during like covid so you guys you guys launch your business and the next thing you know it's uh, the covid hit yes yes right uh, the challenges were means pretty much um the same challenges which each and every american had faced where right. our gas station was located it is located like a kind of on highway right. on 60 and 17 so right. uh, when I, when we started uh, and as what as it was closed down it took like good Four, five, six months to get noticed, right? So we started in March 2019. So by the time we were to the point that people started noticing us, which was late in December, the COVID um, uh, started knocking to the door, and like in January, it was like a chaos. So what happened when we are actually getting noticed, and when we started seeing um, a, a more people coming into the location and headcount was increasing uh number of sales and number of different customer count was increasing and that it went down from january and may and june those months were like super slow and after that um, uh when the shutdown of lockdown opened up and people started moving that's when we uh we be able to gain some business back and then after that the uh, stimulus did help a lot because kind of clientele spend money with you um it, especially in independent convenience store and gas station those were getting more benefits from the stimulus money and that did help me a lot to actually uh, regain the momentum to continue going yeah and and i guess you know one of the things um certainly that was obvious is that you were essential businesses and actually ordered by the government to do everything that you could to stay open so you faced yep. many many challenges which are you know uh employee and staff and i'm sure you had to work oh, staffing was the difficult yes and at the same time you know i was at to the point mike that truthfully speaking that um i was still at the growing stage and when you start something from scratch right initial uh, hard work is done by you initial hours is been put up by you especially if it's a mom and pop independent gas station and um and i've been dealing with quality petroleum so it's not that i have a big flag with me like a it's a bp marathon or chevron that i'm buying yeah, by the yeah. loads i no, have I'm to stay sure. open 24 hours so 
I had that flexibility to work with. So mainly I did work personally myself. Uh, and at the same time, we're waiting for credentials for the pharmacy side of the business. We do have a pharmacy at the same location. And uh, so it's pretty much everything was just going on and you just be at it, keep on doing what you have to do. And time just goes by. Next thing you know, you're one year in. And after that, you're two years in and there is no going back now. You're already too much in. <laughs> right. And so and so, I would say that we'll, uh, we'll kind of switch gears here for a minute. And I, I certainly understand those challenges, um, mm-hmm. significance of them, and um, how much people counted on the convenience store um, mm-hmm. channel, uh, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And really, as uh, all of us work in this business, we should be proud that we represent the, some essential businesses that help keep everybody going. So, mm-hmm. having said that, one of the things that faces, um, and the reason, one of the reasons that I'm here today is I saw this opportunity with a product that, um, you know, I felt like rural America and smaller mom and pop shops, you know, this mm-hmm. EMV deadline and the overwhelming expense with really, mm-hmm essentially no return on investment as a mm-hmm. as a real struggle for these businesses to you know have to have to deal with that capital expense and try to stay in business and there are too many risks associated with much of what has to be done the replacement of dispensers um, expensive retrofit kits all those things um, are come with a tremendous amount of risk that could potentially put you out of business. So what I'd like to understand from you or that you might comment about is how um, uh, the sound payments EMV retrofit kits um, helped you um, and and, uh, maybe just talk a little bit about them uh, and your experience. See, uh, when we initially heard about the EMV, like a deadline that, okay, this is where it's going to be enforced by the government. And that's when I reached out to my landlord, actually. See, at that time, I was in a contractor lease, right? Mm-hmm. The first three years. So I just entered into a dealer lease, I would say, from last month. So right. at that time, as, as, as I, was a, I was into a contractor lease, um, it was not the liability or the, um, at, at my end. So I reached out to my landlord, um, the quality petroleum and the person who handles everything, Mr. Jason Roden. And um, uh, uh, Jason had um, given me at least assurance that before the deadline, it's going to be done. But at the same time, when they started looking into the changing the dispenser and all that, and, uh, and they come up to a number which was really, really high. They were telling me that each dispenser would cost them close to $4,000. And Jason told me initially that it's going to be impossible to, for them to put that $30,000, $40,000 into the place where you're barely pumping 15 or fifteen or 16,000 gallons per month. And the place had a history of being shutting down and opening back up. So he was looking for alternative and then we dig in deep and he dig in deep. And, and then there are a couple of, of people who we deal with uh, like uh, 
who are doing the petroleum maintenance like um, Adams Tank and Lyft and uh-huh. those are the people we're talking about sound payments uh, ahead of uh, everything before we knew that's how we came to know about the sound payment and then Jason be like okay I'm going to look into it and Jason must have uh, initiated the conversation and and that's how we got the sound payments installed on the uh, or retrofit sound payment fixtures installed on the pumps and it was done in fairly quick time and it it saved Jason a lot of money I don't know the numbers but it must have saved him a lot of money roughly if I'm looking at it he saved um close to $3000 per dispenser so if i have eight dispenser he saved close to $24000 yeah an investment so um he didn't increase your rent did he no 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 not not by <laughs> not by good. installing the not by installing the um good the sound payment retrofit processes but see the rent was uh I have to sign another lease. So whenever you sign a new lease, I had a lease for three years. And when you sign another, because that was a trial lease, because right. the place was closed down and he was skeptical about it, and so was we. So we decided to go with the trial lease. So now it was time to renew the lease, and it's but obvious when you renew the lease, the landlord sure. is going to go of up course. on the rent a little bit. So yep. he did. He did stick to the a decent number of increment, which I cannot complain about. because during the pandemic he did provide a lot of help to me too um because he knew that it's a new business and it's going to be difficult for me to survive without his help so he was nice uh, for that particular uh, time when i needed the help and now he asked he's asking for what he deserves so we went with that and we signed another lease but he didn't go up on the rent because of the installation because it was fairly done in least amount of money like if i if i'm looking at it probably it was done uh, $1000 per dispenser including everything maybe less than that i don't know the exact figures but it should not be more than that you might have more yes so typically we're about a third of the cost of mm-hmm. um gilbarco or wayne solutions which mm-hmm. either either the, well they're retrofit solutions specifically are about uh three times as much as our solution and then their pump obviously if you're replacing the whole dispenser you that's mm-hmm. a lot you have to break con- there's a lot of work and a lot of risk um mm-hmm. and the other i think um one of the really key factors is um we don't have to put your whole station out of business it can install one dispenser at a time so you can stay one dispenser at a time yep it was done at my place in one day one yep. calendar day and it was done yep so i come um, in the morning first thing in the morning at the time he left around 5:30 it was done yeah that's that's awesome that's part of the uh i mean that's kind of the uh the secret sauce with us and um i think we bring something uh, to help you know in some cases there's been great stories that you know you really helped save my business you know and many of these rural locations and like yourself you're right off the highway and essential to a lot of people um mm-hmm. you know they you know they'd be shut down if they had to go in these situations so you're 
you're taking not only, you know, uh, something that's in the community and serving the community, but also a family, in your case, you know, a family's business. So um, we've been fortunate to hear really nice stories about how we've um, helped people stay in business. And that, um, it, and, and I, I would just ask kind of on that same line of uh, thought, um, as a station owner, uh, 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 can you share your thoughts with regard to maybe some of the other station owners that you talk to, your family members, you said your family's kind of in this business and um, mm -hmm. how they kind of see this? About the EMV deadline? Yes. Yeah, see, when I talk to um, some of my peers and the people who uh, belongs to the family being into the same industry, um, see, everyone is uh, not unhappy about the fact that the EME deadlines are in place. Yeah, the upgradation was the, upgradation was the key and the main factor need to be considered. Because if you're owning up a gas station and if you have to replace the whole deal, which is like close to three, four thousand dollars per dispenser, and if you're running a, a successful business where you are pumping enough gas or amount of gallons you're pumping, it's gonna make that money back to you in two, three years. Maybe you'll consider doing it. But for smaller location, it was difficult to come up with, let's put it this way, that if someone has four gas pumps or five gas pumps, uh, four dispensers where they have to implement this, that's $20,000. The guy is barely making $20,000. And the convenience store industry, uh, mom and pop businesses are already compromised to the fact because of the big companies taking over the market like Wawa's, Racetracks, and all those people coming into a small town now, they open two, three Wawa's. If you are a mom and pop location and they have so much to offer at the same time that it's definite that you will lose a lot of customers. You would keep your uh, regular clientele who've been dealing with you for years, but the millennials, they don't, they, 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 they don't care. They'll go where they have the um, uh, comfort and convenience more where they can get more stuff at the same time. So when the, this is, this is imposed, uh, the deadline was given. So everyone was worried initially. And then the alternate solutions were available in the marketplace um, by sound payments. And there are, I think, a couple of more companies are doing the same thing. But sound payments is the one which, which we found more affordable. And uh, at the same time, I heard it from, like I said, the people who I trust, like Adam Stank and Lip People. And then there is another place. Uh, Right. Um, who do who come and do the maintenance? So you only need to deal with the company uh, who who is suggested to you by somebody, and then we went with it. And everyone is doing whatever they can. If they can afford it, they'll change it. The they're changing the uh, whole terminal, and if they cannot afford it, and they they wanted they wanted to see how this goes, then they are going with the uh, uh, alternate solution. Yeah, so that's uh, that is really great information, and I think mm -hmm. um, you mentioned one thing about you know uh, the millennials and using technology um, and all these big you know the Wawas and the speedways and the racetracks, um, you know they can afford all these different programs, and one of the goals of sound payments beyond mm -hmm. um, EMV upgrade is to be able to bring 
to the smaller merchant, to the mom and pops and to the rural area convenience stores is to bring the opportunity for this technology for, you know, loyalty apps and pay by phone and reoccurring mm -hmm. revenue opportunities. Um, so we can bring that to you guys at an affordable price um, that you can offer that to your customers as well. And certainly that's one of our goals. And um, kind of just the last thing, and I so much appreciate your time, and I hope someday take your time, man. No problem. I'm, I'm, I, I had, I, I was told that it's going to take 15 minutes, but I had a window open for 30, 30 to 45 minutes. So we are good. Okay. If you have any more questions, I'll. Yeah, I, I just, just. Yeah. So just uh, first of all, I hope that um, someday I can stop by and visit. Um, I'm in Florida quite often. Our office is right down in St. Pete. Um, mm -hmm. so we're not too far away from you. And uh, mm -hmm. I have two daughters that live in St. Pete, one in Orlando and one in, uh, one in Orlando and one in St. Pete. So I, oh, I get yeah. to so Florida you, quite often. I live. I, so you I, have to take that I-4 and I'm right there. I'm not too far from that I-4. Right, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know where Bartow. Um, mm -hmm. So the last thing is, is there, you know, I'm just going to open it up to you. Is there anything else you would like to share with other station owners of the petroleum industry. I'll share in terms of what? Like in, in terms of, of your you've kind of said most of it, but just you know that your experience and how this EMV has worked out for you and it helped you uh you know kind of get to the next level and do what's required so you avoid chargebacks and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I meant um see when when the EMV was um, the guideline came and the deadline was given, right? I did receive a letter from my landlord and um, a jobber who provided me the gas that when he charged back, oh, you would be liable for it, right? Even though if it's done outside, right? So that's when um, things get escalated and people are more worried because see, a lot of people's credit card information was being stolen more frequently at different locations. When when you go to 24-hour location like big gas stations, then they don't have cams. But most of the independent gas stations, they're not 24 hours and they close. And that's the time scammers would pick and they will install something. And by doing this, uh, you would be able to gain the trust of the community that, okay, these people are doing the right thing. Initially, you know, any change, people don't like it. Some people don't initially... They don't know how to use the system, although it's a self-explanatory, and it provides you the proper direction on the screen. But uh, most people uh, still have some questions and concerns. So first month was um, uh, most of most of the questions we have how to use it. But once you show it to them with a nice smile and everything, they would they would they would keep their business with you and. And using the credit card before and having it compromised, that also a, not a good sign for business. And people had, and people would have lost a lot of business because of that. So people like me who are into the industry and who are owning a small gas station, uh, they are more than happy to see a solution provided by Sound Payments where, where the solution is there and uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money to get it. So I would encourage everyone to do it. And any change, people are not going to accept it easily. You're just going to have to be at it and explain them. This is why it was done. And they'll be happy to see it.
All right. Well, Push, thank you so much um, for spending some time with us today. Um, we couldn't be happier that you're having a good experience and I mm -hmm. appreciate you sharing it with us. And um, certainly I'll, um, there may be a time that I, I'll need your help and you can talk to yeah. uh, a potential customer. And of course, um, in your community and with your family, um, anything we can do to help, um, we're here to help. Definitely, Mike.